Welcome back to Torah Imech and Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Michal Horowitz, and today we will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim. We are up to Kapitol Chaf Vav, chapter 26. As we will see, this Apasuk from this chapter forms an integral part of our morning Tfilos Shachris. Parachafav Pasuk Aleph. The David Shafteni Hashem ki ani bitumi halachti. For David, to David, judge me for my thoughts and deed, Hashem, because I have walked in purity and righteousness. Uba Hashem batachti, a recurring, strong, recurring theme of the Tehillim of King David is this element of bitachon, trust in Hashem. Lo emad, I shall not falter. I'm sorry, lo emad, I shall not falter. Bechaneni Hashem vinaseni. Interestingly, bechina, test me, Hashem, examine me, and and. Give me over to Nisyonos. <laughs> you will see. In other words, Bechaneni, when you test me, Hashem, like Bechina, Vinaseni. And when you give me Nisyonos, when you try me. Tsarfa Kiliosai Vilibi. Purify my innards and my heart. It is through our trials and tribulations that a person is purified, that a person is cleansed. While that is often very difficult to hear, that is the reality of the life of a Jew. Your kindness, God, is opposite my eyes. Once again, the theme of truth, like we discussed yesterday, and I walk in your truths, truth being the alf base, truth being the Torah. I do not sit with dead men, with worthless men, not, not physically dead, but spiritually dead. I do not go with those who hide themselves because of their sinful activities. I abhor, I hate the assembly of wicked people. And with the wicked I will not sit, reminiscent of Perak Aleph of Tehillim. Um, you shall not sit with the wicked, don't sit with the scoffers and the sinners. I'm up to Pasuk Vav now. I wash my hands in purity, and I surround your altar, Hashem. Again, a Kapilza talking about the purity of King David, how he wants to stay away from the sinners, from the evildoers, to walk in God's kindness, to walk in God's truth. I want to proclaim in a loud voice, Hashem, thank you, and to tell of all of your wonders. And now, Pashaches, Hashem, this, this Pasuk, of course, should be familiar to all of us because Perachav of Tehill and Pashaches is the Pasuk of Matovu. Hashem Ahafti Ma'ombeisech. One of the Pesukim, I should say, that makes up Matovu, which is one of the first prayers that we recite every single morning. Hashem Ahafti Ma'ombeisecha. Hashem, how much I love the abode of your house. Umakom Mishkan Kivodecha. And the place of your, where your presence, Mishkan Shechina, where your holy presence, the glory of your presence dwells. This is the third Pasuk in Matovu. Every single morning we say the Ma'odani Tefillah and the first Tfila that we recite in the morning is Matovo after Modani and Atil Sadaim. Matovu Oholacha Yaakov, how goodly are your tents, O Jacob. Mishkanosecha, Yisrael, your dwelling places. Israel, that actually comes from Sefer Bamidbar and the um 
prophecy of Bilam, and as for me, in your abundant kindness, I will come to your house, I will prostrate in your holy sanctuary with the fear of you, God. Hashem, how much I love the abode of your house and the place where your dwelling of your glory is. And then the capital finishes a few more. Do not join my soul with the sinners. And do not gather my soul with the sinners. Do not take my life with those men of bloodshed. Because in their hand is intrigue and evil. And their right hand is full of bribery as opposed to purity. However, as for me, says King David, I will walk in purity, in, in righteousness. Redeem me, Hashem. Be gracious to me. My foot will stand on the straight path. In an assembly of the righteous, I will bless the Lord. So obviously, not obviously, perhaps I shouldn't have said that. What I would like to talk about is the Matovu Tvila. Because, like we already saw, is an integral pasuk in the tefillah that we recite every morning of the Matova. I want to talk about the Matova, and I hope that this shear will change your approach to the morning prayers, specifically Matovu, when you recite it tomorrow morning and every morning going forward. I quote from the great Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, Zichon of the Vracha, and the Sefer Drashot, the Darot Numbers. This was a drasha that Rabbi Lamb presented in 19... 54. The opening verse in the daily order of public prayer is the familiar Matova Israel. How goodly are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling place is Israel from Bamidbar, Parachovdal Pazuke. It must be quite an important verse to be so strategically and significantly placed. It's the first thing we say when we enter the synagogue. And it is indeed just that. As the opening chord and the overture of the morning services, Matovu sets the key for the entire day of prayer. And the day of prayer is symbolized by the symphony of the Jew's mind and heart and soul rising harmoniously together with all of Israel towards our Father in heaven. What poetry, what prose, what beauty. Just what does this verse mean? The sages tell us, Matovu Ohalacha Yaakov, Mishkanosachi Israel, the tent and the dwelling place of Israel referred to the synagogues and religious schools, Abate Knesset, Abate Midrasha. This is the meaning of the blessing. May our Bate Knesset and Bate Midrash increase and grow in beauty and splendor. But this blessing comes from a most surprising source. It was first uttered, the Chumash tells us, not by a Jew, but by a non-Jew, and not only a non-Jew, an enemy of Israel. It was Bilam Harasha, the wicked, who upon seeing the tents of the Israelites arranged in the desert, exclaimed, Matovu. And there is something surprising in this entire episode. Tradition consistently reports in all of the commentary on the episode of Bilam Arasha that Bilam fully intended to curse the Bnei Yisrael. He had been hired to do so by the Moavi king Balak. Seeing Israel proudly and devoutly arrayed about the tabernacle, the Mishkan, which is what we say in this Pasuk and our Pasuk, Hashem Ahafti Me'om Beisacha, how much I love Hashem, the abode of your house, Umekom Mishkan Kivodacha, the place where your Shechina, the glory of your Shechina, dwells in your Mishkan. Upon seeing the Mishkan, Bilam arose and he wanted to curse Israel. He wanted to say, the sages tell us, may you not have any synagogues and schools. May they diminish in influence and scope. But instead of a curse, he issued forth a blessing from his mouth, a blessing of Matovu.
What is difficult to understand is this choice of Matovu. If it was intended as a curse and it was uttered by an enemy of our people, why is it the opening prayer of our daily prayers? And yet all of Israel has accepted it and accorded it such honor to this tefillah. There must be very something special about it that somehow reflects an aspect of the basic personality in the Jew and even more, a deep part of the Jewish religious character. Well, Rabbi Lam is going to teach now, and I'll tell you that it speaks to me very strongly because um, you know every Hebrew name has a corresponding pasuk. There are lists where you can look it up. Many people traditionally say it at the end of Shemona Eshe. My pasuk is Matovu, my, my name begins with a mem and ends with a lamed, just like Matovu begins with a mem and ends with a lamed. What is so special about this morning tefillah? How much I love the abode of your house. How much I love the mishkan where your honor dwells, God. Why does this paragraph of Matovu, with its compilation of psukim, make up our morning prayer? Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb teaches something that is revolutionary powerful, and life-altering. The unique aspect of our collective character, that singular Jewish trait, which manifests itself under the prayer Matovu, is the very ability to wring a blessing out of a curse. Bilaam intended a curse, and instead he blessed. We say this tefillah Matovu, not despite the fact that it was intended to harm us, but because of that very fact. Says Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, it is Jewish to find the benediction in the maldiction, the good in the evil, the opportunity in the catastrophe. It is Jewish to make the best of the worst, to squeeze holiness out of profane. From the evil and diabolical intentions of Balaam, may you not have synagogues, may you not have yeshivos. We mold a blessing, which is the tefillah we recite just as we enter those very halls of worship and halls of study. Jewish history is rich in examples of making the best of the worst, of transforming the curses of our enemies into blessings. The temple and its sacrifices were destroyed. So our forefathers reacted to catastrophe and found new avenues for religious expression and prayer. The Avodasha believe. Jerusalem and its schools were ruined. So they built Yavne where they accomplished even more than in Jerusalem. Coming down to modern day, remember, this was said just a few years after the establishment of the state of Israel, less than 10 years after the end of the Shoah. It was said in July of 1954, the Shoah ended in the spring of 45, and the state was established in the spring of 48. Jewish history, oh, there we go. Bring it down to our day and age. British Foreign Minister Ernest Bevin refused to permit 100,000 Jewish refugees to emigrate into, to immigrate into Palestine. So having no choice, we proclaimed and built a state of Israel for over a million Jews. Remember the Avelut, the mourning and sadness and gloom when Bevin refused us? And then remember the joy and thrill in May of 1948 when the state was declared. The Jewish way is to wring blessing from curse. The Jew never completely surrenders to curse. We poke around in the wreckage of curse. We find the spark of blessing and we convert the whole curse into one great blessing. That is what is implied in reciting the prayer of Matovu as the opening tefillah of our daily prayers. It is a tefillah to God. Continue the power within us, Hashem. Let us make the best of the worst. Let us find the blessing in the curse. 
And then, says Rabbi Lam, it is so with every individual. Misfortunes, may they never occur, have redeeming qualities. Death, though they knew, brings an appreciation to life. Tragedy brings family closer. Failure spurs one on to greater success. In the inner shell of curse lies the spark of blessing. And what is the aim and goal of prayer? The Jewish sages have pointed out. It is not to change God. It is to change ourselves. Our salvation speaks about this extensively. We come before God as humble petitioners. We are aware of our shortcomings, our inferiorities, our sins. Whoever prays truly knows that somewhere, sometime, he or she has been caught in the web of curse. We are tainted with evil and we pray, we pray, we want God to help us change ourselves. What sort of change is it that we want? We want to change from evil to good, from curse to blessing. We want to transform ourselves. That is the spirit of the prayerful personality. That is the message of the first fila of the day. And that is the reason, says Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, for beginning the day of prayer and petition with Matovu. We enter the house of God, the very house of God which Bilaam tried to curse. We enter the house of God in prayer, and it stands and survives despite and because of the ancient and moderate enemies. The synagogue itself is a symbol of the transformation from curse to blessing. And so we begin to pray, the object of such transformation in ourselves. Hence, every morning we recite, Through your abundant kindness and letting me, and letting me help me in, in allowing me to find the blessing and the curse in your abundant kindness, I come to your house, the very house that Bilaam tried to curse but in which we find blessing. It is there that I will prostrate to you, God, in holiness because of fear of you. How much I love your holy abode, the abode of your house. And the place where your shechina in all its glory dwells. What Bilaam tried to curse, we make into a blessing. And this is a metaphor and a lesson for our entire lives. Says of Salvechik, there's no such thing as the sun always shines for a person. If he thinks so, he is mistaken. The hallmark of a Jew is the hallmark of the first prayer of the day. To take the curses in our lives, in Isionus, the difficult times, and to change it into blessing, to find the blessing within, to come out even stronger. Concludes Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, how good, Matovu. Indeed, not only good, but how fortunate is a people who can ever, who can forever hope and smile, knowing that even if, heaven forbid, curse is our lot, we will wring out of it every drop of blessing that exists. And this indeed is the greatest blessing of all. Matovu, indeed, how good. Hashem ahafti ma'on beisecha, how much I love Hashem, the abode of your house. Umekom mishkan kivodecha. And the place where your shechina in all its glory dwells. This is the way of Amisra. This is the lesson of our sages. This is the way of every individual as well. It is our duty. It is our responsibility and it is our pride to take our curses, Rahman may they never befall us, and change them into blessings, to find the good and the bad. And like that, we will come to God with great thanks. Thank you for learning with me. The Zeichon Nishmat Sonia Finkelstein, Chana Saraba Chaim Lebalal Shalom. I wish you all a wonderful day. I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow. Call Tov. Thank you to all.